Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Last night, of course, at Vancouver City Hall, uh, council there approved uh, the biggest tax increase in more than a decade. The city approved their 2023 operating budget. Uh, it put homeowners on the hook for a 10.7% increase in property taxes. We did speak to Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim at 3 o'clock. Wanted to talk, chat with uh, Christine Boyle. She is the councillor for One City, and she joins us now. Uh, Christine, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Uh, do you agree with this increase? No, I, I agree with some of it. Um, you might have been as surprised as I was to see uh, Mayor Sim and the ABC majority who uh, were elected on you know, a combination of a number of expensive campaign promises and also a promise that they wouldn't cut services and they wouldn't raise taxes. Um, to see them oversee the largest tax increase in a century in Vancouver was um was surprising to all of us. Uh, I'm glad to see that they didn't make dramatic cuts to the budget, particularly at the very last minute. Um, But, you know, they must have known, particularly their returning councillors, that this promise of a lot of new spending without cuts or tax increases wasn't possible. It got them elected and now um, they're facing the reality of governing, which is harder than campaigning. Uh, do you did you do you agree with their uh, core ca- campaign promise of hiring more police officers, more mental health nurses, uh, and that because some of the dollars that we've talked about here, the the ten point seven percent increase, goes towards uh, certainly hiring of more police officers, and even as the mayor said that he felt that the fire department was even understaffed, and that's where some of the dollars are going is uh, going uh, as well. Do you do you buy? Do you agree with his core premise? Yeah, I, I am glad to see that funding going to uh, the fire department. The last council made a commitment to the fire department's five-year growth plan. It's badly needed, uh, and I have been supportive of that all the way along. I was glad to see that continue to move forward yesterday. And I uh, support investing in community safety. It's a priority I hear from residents. Um, It certainly was a top issue in the campaign. I think the question for me is that we need to be making sure we're investing public funds in the most effective and impactful way possible. And and police are our most expensive response to crisis. And they aren't always the response that's needed. We can't police our way out of a mental health crisis. So we should be looking at if we're spending 30 or 40 million more dollars in a budget on improving community safety, how are we best allocating those funds in the in the most impactful way? So the the example that comes to mind is that ABC promised 100 nurses in the campaign and Vancouver Coastal Health came back and said, actually, here's a better plan. And it laid out a range of services that are needed, including some nurses and a whole range of other healthcare professionals and peers, including non-police crisis response teams. That was their expert input from the field in terms of how we as a local city council can support people 
our, our neighbors who are in mental health crisis. That's the conversation we need to be having. How are we making the best use of public dollars to get to the income, the outcomes that, that we all share, which is a, a safer and healthier and, and more inclusive city? Do you think it was the right decision to put these dollars towards hiring of 100 more police officers? Not all of them have been hired. I think there's 57 that are heading in that direction. Do you think that was a good use of dollars? Um, I think we uh, could probably get more impact from those dollars if we were looking at non-police crisis response teams uh, to be able to respond to the to divert calls from police and have other teams respond to calls where police aren't needed and in fact where we actually might have more effective responses if we're having uh, community workers, health workers, uh, peer supporters responding. You know, I, I think about... Something we heard from the crisis uh, uh, call lines um, that when people are, as a, as a difficult example, when people are unwell, uh, they're calling um, because of they're considering suicide. We need to send somebody to that home and, and we probably shouldn't be sending um, uniformed and, and armed police to that home. We need to be making sure we're sending the right call, similar, the right person. Similarly, if someone's having a, a kind of mental health crisis on the street, sending uh, a uniformed police officer might escalate that situation where if they're not violent, we should be sending uh, a different team of professionals who are better suited to uh, to address the situation. So that's the conversation I think we should be having. Mm-hmm. Of course, we need to be supporting our residents. How do we do it? First of all, in, in a way that's the most effective for the outcomes we want, and then also in a way that's cost-effective and makes the best use of our of our shared investments. My final question to you, uh, and Mayor Sim talked about this at the 3 o'clock hour, he basically says that, look, we need to have this, we need this increase uh, because a lot of core issues like maintenance uh, has have been underfunded in the city for the last 10 years, uh, community centres, and too often... Uh, many, many programs have been created that stay that stray from the core responsibility of of, of a city hall, which is uh, you know garbage pickup, maintenance of streets, police fire, uh, potholes. I'm uh, generalizing a little bit here, but basically they've said, look, the, the the last few councils that we have have spent too many times on pet projects. You mentioned bike lanes, climate change issues uh, to a certain degree as well, and that the city needs to get back to its core competencies, core responsibility. And one of the reasons they've had to do this now, this 10.7 percent increase is to get back to to bring the level of funding for some of those uh, uh, departments back to a level that they should be at, number one, and even building a contingency fund for the city. What do you say to that argument? Sure. I, I would say a couple things. And the first is I absolutely agree with the importance of investing in those in public services and public infrastructure. I've spent four years in, in one city has been spent four years pushing hard to make sure we're investing properly in in road safety, in public washrooms, in street cleaning, in libraries, in accessibility, and in our basic infrastructure and the social infrastructure that people rely on. These core services are important. Uh, We invested in them in the last council. Um, We need to keep investing in them. And in fact, for four years, the NPA and then ABC councillors often fought against uh, tax increases that funded those um, important infrastructure and public service investments. I remember, uh, I remember those councillors calling a six percent tax increase outrageous, um, and, and now look where we are. 
But the other thing I would say is this. Look, uh, people throw around the idea that all, that all these funds are being wasted on pet projects. Uh, you know, we can disagree on this, but I don't think um, a busy, well-used bike lane is a pet project. It's an important investment in our transportation system. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the ABC majority has spent the last three months combing through the budget. Three of them were on council for the last four years. I couldn't see any pet projects that they were able to identify in this budget. So I actually just um, don't think that that's the reality. We have we have underinvested in our infrastructure, and I will be the first to say we should continue to make these important investments. I'm glad to see ABC change their tune and recognize that after four years of um, uh, of calling those investments outrageous. Ms. Boyle, we've run out of time. Look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you so much for your time today. Happy to join you anytime.